Hello and welcome to episode 89 of Artsy Fartsy Immigrants. What's up, my brother man, Mr. Bat? Ayo, Mr. Prince. Dude, Everything. it's so good to see you. You know, these days you're wearing this pink hat and I gotta say it's pretty, as the kids say, mad fresh. <laughs> do, do they say so? I think, I think they used to say that and then they got old. I don't know if you if you can 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 read the the caption. Jafem, Jafem, Jefan, Jefan. What what does that mean again? Like I'm hungry. Do you know this guy <laughs> on the back? I'm um, not sure if it has ever been a thing in the states. I don't think so. It's it's Obelix from Asterix and Obelix. Oh, of course, yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, that's um, him. You know, when I first when I first moved to Germany, people were giving me Asterix and Obelix comics to try and learn German with. Uh, that's funny. And I think the first two that someone lent me were, of course, Asterix and Obelix go to America. That was a funny <laughs> one. And then the other one, I think, was going to Spain. I don't know why that one also came across, but I had, uh, yeah, I had those two for a while. Didn't really help me learn German, but it was still kind of. They were really funny. Yeah, they're, 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 they're super cool. And um, yeah, I, I saw this online and I, th- I thought I need to have this. But funny thing that you say, you got these comics to learn German because I had a Latin teacher in high school who was a huge Asterix and Obelix fan. And I don't know why there are these things, but I guess because of the time Asterix and Obelix plays in and the, the Romans play a very huge role, obviously, yeah, and there were like the Asterix and Obelix comics in Latin, so we oh, read wow. those in school. <laughs> that's actually insane. Yeah, <laughs> that's actually insane. Uh, I mean, I can't even imagine doing it with a, with a language like Latin. I mean, I can't believe that you guys in your school had an option like you know, if if you had this as well, I guess it was the same with you, but like choosing between French and Latin, and I don't understand. I mean, there's two two schools of thought on this because one, I wish so badly that my school, uh, in, or all schools in America, would give an option when you're like, I don't know, in year one even to say like, would you want to, you know, learn Spanish or French or whatever, and then they just include that your whole entire education, so you could at least speak a little even into adulthood. Like even the most uneducated German I've met can still say enough in English for me to know which direction to take or. When something is dangerous, like they can still get enough across to me unless they just really, 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 really never got, never got it, you know, but it's mostly the case. And I wish so badly that we would have had that option. And, uh, but what's funny is that for Germans to have had English from very early on and then have this option of French or something else, funny that they didn't get something like Spanish or Italian, like here's the thing, like in my high school career, I obviously started with English because you start with English from year one. Then I had Latin, then French, and then Italian. Okay, wow. Latin, French, and then Italian. Okay. Damn. Yeah. And yeah, and that makes sense because like um like all these languages like have their 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 roots in, in Latin, so um, I didn't see it as a teenager, but <laughs> from perspective now, I I can say that it kind of made sense. Like, if you if you g- 
get how Latin works, you pretty easily get how all these other languages work from their basic structures, etc. And yeah. cases and, and yeah, grammar in general, all these kinds of things. Um, so I, I <laughs> I'm, I'm going to take a very drastic change of course here. <laughs> and I want you to bear with me, but there's something that's going on on the internet that we have to talk about. And, you know, normally, guys, we try to rope in whatever topic we can into something artistic. This can be somehow connected to musicianship and performance, entertainment, but that's still stretching it. Uh, we don't really have a reason to... Well, I don't, because you don't know what I'm about to bring up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really have a reason to bring this up for the show other than today's a, a shorter episode than usual, and I have got to talk about this. Okay. Do you know... Because you're you're in touch with uh, with with the news more than I am even, um, but have you heard about this uh, band called Brass Against and what the singer of that band did? Absolutely not, actually. Okay, <laughs> well, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, buckle in. We've got quite a topic to cover here. So uh, there is a band. I'm not sure where they're from. Um, but the lead singer of the band, her, her name is Sofia Urista, and mm -hmm. actually, uh, she previously auditioned for The Voice U.S. edition back in 2016, where she was chosen by Miley Cyrus. So she has some clout. She was on major television, um, and this happened the on the night of my birthday two nights ago, because um, the the news blew up yesterday on the 15th, and. <laughs> So what happens here, and I'm going to go through the video a little piece by piece here, but long, so basically there's this singer of this band called Brass Against. Her name is Sofia Urista, and she's been trending all over the internet, but not because of her stunning performance, but due to an outrageous stunt that she pulled on stage recently. The front woman of Brass Against made headlines when the rock band was performing at the Welcome to Rockville Festival at Daytona Beach, Florida. And not only did she shock the audience in attendance by urinating on another person, <laughs> but her brass against members were equally flabbergasted. So that's that's what I want to talk about today. We, so there's this <laughs> there's this video. Let me see if I can get it rolling with audio uh, muted here. Okay, that one's okay. So I'm gonna try and get this pulled up while I talk about. Um, let's see, brass. Can you share that? Brass against now. urinates on fan. That's like trending uh, on a fan yes okay on a on a, a fan from the audience yeah um so oh here's <laughs> this is the one here i'll mute the audio so we can go through it so if you're watching it if you're watching this video what happens is you you start off it's a it's a portrait angled audience perspective here in our video call I, I might be able to let's do it like that let's see if i can share the screen here that's a good call um, I've got a three camera. dots on the bottom right. You should, there's an option. Ah. Share screen. Here we go. Open system preferences. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> Wait, can you see it? No. You can't see it. Okay. Oh, that's weird. Let me try one more time before we waste okay. too much time. Share screen. System preferences, security, privacy, screen record. Okay, let's try that real quick. System preferences. Yeah, because what I want to do, I gotta show you what this what the what's going on with this. It's too it honestly, it's too relevant to, to not 
<laughs> to not do this. Um, let's see, security, privacy, Skype. Uh, yes, Skype would not be able to record the contents. Skype will not be able to record the contents of your screen unless it's quit. Oh, later. Okay, then. Okay, well, okay. Then I can't show you right now. I'll uh, check out later. Do, yeah, I'll send you the link. So what happens is. This video is a perspective from the audience. It was uploaded to the YouTube channel, Clever YouTube Channel Name, mm -hmm. which has uh, 700 subscribers. So it's just, you know, just somebody on YouTube. And what you're watching at the beginning is just a standard, good old-fashioned, open-air rock and roll show in Daytona, Florida. You have uh, Sophia. She's wearing a, a black tank top that was cut up at the sleeves. She's got these, you know, white jeans ripped at the knees. She's got this waft of thick, curly hair that puffs above her head and she's confident you know she's strutting across mm -hmm. the stage she's probably glad to be back performing for all these people after all this time you've got a black backdrop with smoke and fog and lights and it just seems like man what a hell of a show and it's all these brass members in the background and it's just blasting and popping and, and it looks so fun right it looks like any normal fun standard not insane concert to attend <laughs> and then we see um, a middle-aged man, and, and now I have to be fair, he has a shaved head, so he could be younger. It's hard to tell with shaved heads from that distance. But he's wearing what seems to be uh, like a ripped-off denim vest with a black T-shirt under it. He's got le leather bands for, for bracelets, black tall socks, uh, jean shorts, and he's got a shaved head. And he's like kind of a thicker guy. He looks like he could be late 30s, maybe early 40s. So he gets onto the stage from the right side, and he proceeds to lie down on his back. Mm -hmm. So we have a fan who has been allowed to enter the stage. I didn't see what happened before this. What I have to imagine is that, you know, a fan either called out for something or called out for a request, or maybe she, maybe she prompted it. Maybe she said, um, who wants to come on stage for a surprise, mm -hmm. you know? And this guy, and what I, I have to imagine that something was prompted before the fan got onto the stage because you see so many phones recording. And although you see that at concerts anyway, I think for a standard show, not everybody's phone would be out at one time. So you see the guy get down on the stage and lay down on his back. Mm -hmm. Then she stands over, she puts her hand down, maybe says a little something like, you good? You know, confirming that this is actually about to take place on basically live on this big performance. Now, Sophia then, as <laughs> as in surprise to in shock and awe of her own bandmates, proceeds to stand over the gentleman. So now he's straddling between her legs, and she is starting to uh kind of fickle and 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 unbutton the the waistband of her white it seems now from this angle leather pants <laughs> so she's looking at him down on the ground he's looking up at her and they're both agreeing this is absolutely happening what so she uh fickles a little more with her pants she wiggles them she's talking in the mic you know she's like hold on give me a second she wiggles them down you can start to see um the lower part of her belly you can see her hip being exposed you can see her butt being exposed and she wiggles 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 these tight pants just under where her butt cheek line would end so the butt just <laughs> just muffin tops over the pant just enough right so she's holding the front of her pants 
and she steps over a little bit higher, over his arms, over his shoulders. Now you see the guys in the background are starting to realize that what she has been proposed to do is she wasn't fucking around. (laughs) And so you see guys playing their instruments and they start to kind of turn to the side and look at each other, still hitting the notes, but going like, do you see what Sophia's doing right now? Are you seeing this shit? What's going to happen here? So she wiggles it down and she steps over. And now what, when, you, when, you're, when you're watching this for the first time, part of you goes, is she going to sit on this guy's face? <laughs> That's the first thought you have because you can only presume that something with her being naked from the, from the ribs down um, is sexual. That's my first thought was, okay, maybe she knows this guy. Maybe he's a roadie on the team. Maybe it's a, a stunt. Obviously, it's some sort of stunt. But I imagined, because where she is now, she has her shoes um, either side of his neck. And she's, she has to look kind of back behind her legs to see his face. He's got his arms out wide as if to welcome, <laughs> welcome God from heaven himself. And she, oh my God, dude, I cannot believe this. And so then she's talking in the mic. She's getting everyone hyped up. She squats. And here's the moment where everyone wonders, is she going to get stage fright? Is she going to be able to actually do this? Because there is a solid, I would say, eight seconds where you just see this performer full squat over this gentleman's face. So he's got a complete view of everything. And she's talking in the mic. And the, peop- the fans are losing their minds here. <laughs> Some of the brass players in the back have stopped playing the instrument because they are in such awe <laughs> that the musician leading this group would take such an t- take such a leap as in her performance to say, this is what we're doing now. Now we're back on stage after COVID, and guess what? We're gonna piss on people's faces. <laughs> so you have this moment. The guy on the ground is waiting. He's prepared for it. He's taking that deep breath. And before you know it, the lights change color from orange to magenta to purple to red. And there it goes. You have a solid, solid stream of urination <laughs> being ejected from the back end of this singer's body as she keeps talking into the microphone as if to pump up the pump up the volume as far as i'm concerned to keep the keep the crowd engaged it looks as if she had quite a few bottles of water before pulling off this stunt it it's not only going over his neck and his chest but she moves her position just slightly where it's just engulfing his head it's just covering his face his nose his mouth his eyes it's it's like soaking his clothes he's doing one of those like um, those moves that a dog does after mm-hmm. you soak it with a garden hose and it goes like and just getting all of the pee uh, out of his lungs, shaking his head. And the and the band is walking behind. Okay, the band is walking behind her, putting the hair behind their ears, going like, "I can't believe that I'm watching this right now. We're done. We're canceled. We're we're done for." I can't believe that Sophia would pee on this guy's peed on this guy's face here in Daytona. This is our last concert ever, man. <laughs> like, I hope we get our check before this hits the news. <laughs> she is draining. She is drenching this guy. Finally, she it's like as soon as she's done, she does one of these one twos, like yes, son, kind of bending down, and the lights come back on, and the drummer hits the beat, 
and she struts off full confidence, slowly pulling her pants back up as the guy... As the guy, I mean, the band is jumping up and down now. They are so stoked that she did this, dude. <laughs> and the guy just slowly gets up, shakes it off, and is so happy to have been a part of this. He, he, he takes pee that had spilled into puddles beside his head and scoops it into his hands and lobs it into the audience. I imagine being on that front row. And then, and then he wanders off, man. And you know, I just, I just got to look at... Um, I just got to look at some of these YouTube comments because this is just gold, dude. I'm sorry to Bogart this episode, Mo, but I just can't believe that I've seen this video. So uh, someone says, Sophia's parents. That's our Sophia Uranista, always peeing on people. Someone says, wait a minute. She pissed on the man and then told security, security to get him off the stage as if she was angry at him. I didn't even notice that. That's weird. Imagine peeing on a fat dude on a fat dude's face and then kicking the guy off the stage like he was the one who pissed on you. Oh, so she really did get him kicked off. Someone said, I bet Brass Against is the most streamed band on Spotify this week. <laughs> oh, this is a good one. Someone said, how's this band that we're going to go see? You're in for a treat. <laughs> Post-pandemic post concert going decisions. Get crushed by hundreds of human beings, a.k.a. Astro World, uh, or get peed by get peed on by the lead singer. Like, what is happening? What is someone says? I don't think this is the first time she's peed on someone. Looks like an expert. <laughs> oh, imagine if it were a man singer pissing on a woman's face. Would it even still be on YouTube? That's a good point. That's also an interesting question. But dude, I just can't believe that it happened at all. <laughs> I got one you question got, for you. Yeah. Have you ever been to a German punk show? I have not been to a German <laughs> punk show. No. Because I've, I have experienced sim similar things. Not exactly like uh, what you described in so uh, rich details over the past 15 minutes. But, uh, Sorry. <laughs> I, can't get, I can't let go of it. But yeah, um, crazy shit. But uh, like I, I really what happens at the What happens at the German punk shows? Like... I've seen shows online and, and have been to one. Um, like, first of all, like, like the basic level is like naked musicians. That's, okay. that's the base. And okay. then... Um, Makes sense. I don't know. I've seen one where like the singer pulled out a condom and pulled it, his, it through his nose, like from one ah. nose hole through the top out of the other one. How do how do people do that? I, I have absolutely no clue. And one out of his anus. And Ooh, um all right. <laughs> Rock and roll. <laughs> and yeah, like like I know there's crazy shit going on, but you would not expect it. Like I think what 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 makes it so so extremely weird in that case is probably also the circumstances. Because I, I've never been to one but but I picture like um American festivals are in most cases, not comparable to the the like dirty, low budget things I experienced here in Europe. Like it's always so shiny and um, seems so. Yeah, how how do you how do you call it? So um, well organized, and people are are like there's super strict rules and um, places where people are allowed to go and not to go. And then, like this, like you mentioned this comment, like the, the last two 
big stories about concerts I heard from the US is a Travis Scott and this oh, yeah. and the crazy things that happen at his concerts and like now this story <laughs> that's un- that's unbelievable dude Astro World is such a darker story too it's really crazy to see how many people have died I think it's like eight or nine people right yeah and that's and so like insane. yeah and it's not like things like that did not happen before at Travis Scott um concerts before and he's a really crazy guy about it like there were also scenes before where one guy wanted to jump off a a balcony and he encouraged him to do that and stuff and he basically broke all of his bones etc and and stuff like that like that's crazy shit (laughs) dude what are people think what are people thinking these days like you know i thought about doing uh maybe maybe we should do that for the next episode when we have more time but to do a whole thing about like really a new normal like is this what concerts feel like they have to bring to the table is this what the what the broken minded artist feels that they must do to remind people that they exist um just as just as an uh, a final um note on this thing brass against has since issued an apology and they say we had a great time last night at welcome to rockville sophia got carried away <laughs> That's not something the rest of us expected. And it's not. (laughs) (laughs) They did not expect that. (laughs) And it's not something you'll see again at our shows. (laughs) Thanks for bringing it last night, Daytona. The comment section on the band's socials have since been turned off. (laughs) Understandably. It's the the title of the post is about last night. I nice. can't believe, I can't believe, oh, the dude was 36, right, an okay. excited male fan climbed on stage, laid down, he unbuttoned, oh no, she's 36, oh, that's even, oh, she's 36, I was hoping she was like, naively young, <laughs> she's <laughs> definitely old enough to not be doing this stuff, <laughs> Great. wow, okay, that's just, just, just crazy. Always. So she took a bottle of water, announced that she'd close out the show by relieving herself. Oh, so she did announce it. She announced she'd close out the show by relieving herself on someone once she drank the whole bottle of water. She said, get my man with the can on his head ready because we're going to bring him on stage and I'm going to piss in this motherfucker's mouth. (laughs) She was quoted saying, I got to (laughs) pee and I can't make it to the bathroom. So we might as well make a show out of it. And there's a picture of her. Uh, I'm not sure when it was posted, but it's from uh, her IG, and it's her in a like a, a sun hat and a tank top, posing like very confidently with her muscles out, and it says "Queen of the Piss." <laughs> Just unbelievable, dude! I didn't expect. You know, I I thought about doing this show all day, and. I knew that I had to talk about that video because there are just some things in this life that cannot go unspoken. Yeah, but um, like a thought that came to my mind um, regarding your your question, like is this the new normal? I think like Travis Scott is a different story because he is already such a huge artist, but right. Um, I feel like many many bands and artists um, that probably are not so popular like tend to do weird stuff to get attention at live shows or whatever. And like it normally, you know, it like, okay, they want to develop their own kind of signature dance or do a crazy flash mob or whatsoever. Um, yeah. And like the story in general is not new. Like, like remember bands in the sixties and what they did to shock people. 
like beginning, like starting with the Beatles illegally playing on roofs, etc. Right, um, right, that's true. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> but it's escalated quite a bit. <laughs> yeah, that escalated quite a bit. Or do you do you know the band Guar? No, Guar is for just for anyone who's interested in like a very 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 uh, entertaining band. Look up G W A R later. I don't like the music. The music probably isn't your taste either. But it's kind of like death metal. But it's um, Guar is a band where people. No one knows who their true identity is. Mm-hmm. They have only ever spoken from the perspective that they are aliens from a different planet. And they dress in these extravagant costumes and like really high dollar makeup. So they look like real crazy monsters. <laughs> and uh, people love their shows because it's basically like going to SeaWorld. You know, you're going to have like a splash row oh. of of just mysterious liquids that just get like mm-hmm. splattered all over you. It's... I mean, they they hint at you know what it's supposed to be pee or other human juices, but it's um, you know I'm not sure what it is. I never I would never really go to one of their shows. I think, but just watching their interviews is pretty entertaining. They really speak. You have I have no idea who these guys really are, where they're from. But I never really wanted to investigate too much because the mystery is really fun. <laughs> yeah, pr- probably, but but you still don't expect it to be like actual piece that, that they I hope not that they split on people but um one thing like talking about um artists or bands that you don't necessarily like the music from but yeah there's kind of something about them have you listened to the 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 song I sent you yesterday you know I haven't I forgot that you sent one I'm because sorry. um like uh, an evening with uh, what's their name again? I forgot. Silk. Oh, oh, Bruno. Of course, Bruno I know Mars that one. and Anderson yeah, Bruno Park. Mars. It's yeah, that's right. Silk great. Sonic. Yeah. It's an absolutely great album or EP. I don't know what people Dude. call releases think, with six I to nine songs out yeah, these pretty, days. Yeah, it's just a few songs, right? Um, but it's absolutely great. And then it came back to my mind because when was the last time when I listened to Bruno Mars song? That for me, he's one of these artists, and I can list a few like. Bruno Mars, Prince, mm-hmm. and people like Sting, etc., mm-hmm. like that I have huge respect for and always had for what great musicians they are. Mm-hmm. But in the most cases, in most music they put out, I just don't like. And now, yeah. and now he, for, for, for me and my taste, Bruno Mars like came over this and released something again that I really enjoy. <laughs> I am of the exact same thought i i feel exactly the same way like prince of course there's lots to love the 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 lore of prince is really interesting sting also you know has a cool story there's a few police songs i like Mm. um and bruno mars there's you know working at that elementary school i had to listen to uptown funk like a zillion times (laughs) why because the kids love it it's like a like a it's simple you know um but and there's just you know it's just like some pop guy. I just didn't yeah. think much about him. But yeah, then he joins up with like the most interesting artist in the world, in my opinion, right now, Anderson Pack, mm. uh, one of my favorites, who can't go wrong. Mm. And uh, they release like this classic Motown R and B stuff that's just so killer. Man. Yeah, you know, like Anderson Pack is such a good drummer and pr- producer, and he's a great rapper and singer. And you got Bruno, who, man. You know, it just showcases it showcases what an actual mind blowing talent he is vocally. Yeah, and it's just so cool. Like, um, of course, that first song, 
that came out. Oh yeah, Leave the Door Open. It was like the most streamed song in the world for a few weeks. Yeah. Uh, I think it was number one in the world for... Crazy, because I wanted to ask you, when was this thing released? Because I discovered it literally yesterday because it was listed in Apple Music in some list as new releases. And well, I thought, so they dropped they dropped like three singles okay. throughout this year, and then they just dropped the album, I guess, this week. Okay, but they had "Leave the Door Open" was the first one, and mm-hmm. that was a huge hit. And then they had another one, I think it's called uh, "Rollerblading" or skateboarding or something. And then they had the third one that just came out um, that's trending on TikTok right now, which I think helps them. Their their songs trend a lot mm-hmm. on TikTok, but just the one where Bruno Mars goes like, uh, "This bitch got me paying Smoke, rent, smoking out the window." Yeah, that song is really cool. And uh, that one's also trending uh, on TikTok. So and th- I guess that was the last single, then they just dropped the whole thing. Uh, crazy. Um, but dude, I'm so sorry. I would love to talk for hours with you. And I'm sorry to the listeners that this one is so short, but it's a very tight day today. Maybe next week we can try and schedule an extra comfortably long episode. I know that these days, every episode's kind of a gamble if we can go long or if we can even talk to each other. But... Um, yeah, this was really fun, and uh, go watch that video if you have the stomach for it. It's insane. <laughs> you have uh, to, 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 to send the link over so we can uh, have that for the show notes. Right, I'll put the link, yeah, I'll put the link in the show notes. Um, nice. Well, dude, I love you. You look great. You look fresh. You look healthy. And uh, hit me up if I'll see you later this week. And otherwise, thank you as always, everyone, for listening. Yes. See and hear you next week. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Look out, baby. The Saints are. Artsy Farsi Immigrants, ein Podcast von John Prince und Moritz Batscheider, produziert für M94.5. Musik